0: Wait, is that going to be the intro?
1: This is the intro right now, Oh, okay, Spencer, I mean, Jared, we're, this is this is where we're doing it. We're doing this. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode two of the Jake's Place podcast. There we go. We got a formal introduction going. Last time we did this, I didn't even have the name, but now we have the name. Uh, this episode's topic is going to be on marriage and relationships, and I am joined by two of my greatest buddies here in the arizona area area um spencer spencer how's it going man doing good 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 good. awesome and jared j money messenger
0: that's right i'm doing good too thank you for having us
1: awesome dude yeah so j money mess always messing with the best jared messenger and dude man dude man bro spence spencer here i gotta come up with like some really cool monikers to introduce you guys you know like on my left i've got the dude with the three yeah yeah like some cool moniker you know like The dude, the man, the bro with the beard, Spencer Curtis. Yeah, there we go. And then for Jared, Jay, money mess, messing with the best. The loser, the idiot himself. (laughs) Jared. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. No, but seriously, thanks guys for being here. Um, Hopefully, we have some fun with this. Hopefully, it's insightful. Uh, Jake's Place podcast, uh, a little behind the scenes here. Uh, You can just push him down if he's annoying you, man. Wally, don't be annoying. Um, A little behind the scenes for you guys. We actually are recording this back to back with what we just recorded on. excuse me, runaway thoughts. So uh, we're we're rolling, we're rolling. But Jake's Place podcast is a little more serious where I sit down with a person or two. Previously did it with Katrina and Savannah, two of my big fitness friends. Um, But where we talk about kind of an overarching topic. And on this one, I want it to be kind of marriage and relationships because both of you guys are roughly a year and a half into married life. Is that correct? You guys got got all the answers, all the answers. So this is... This is free content right here for you guys to have a successful marriage one day that lasts at least a year and a half. At least.
2: Maybe so. Maybe. (laughs) Hopefully, after this, um, uh, after this podcast drops. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: I'm sure it'll be great. Um, Cool. Well, how long have you guys been married? Precisely, more, more precisely.
2: I let's see. I I think
1: it's almost exactly a year and a half. Exactly. So a little over that for you then. April 11th, 2021 is yeah. when we got married. April 11th. Okay, so yeah, just a little over that. And then for you was June something? May. It was May, okay. Yeah. Okay, May of 2021 as well. May 23. So you guys were right there by each other. You guys were literally yeah. a month apart. In four
0: days, it'll be exactly a year and a half. Okay. Or three days. Sorry, it's the eighth today.
1: Awesome, very cool. Uh, well, share a little bit about... People always like to hear love stories, right? As, as mushy and gushy and as... Shappy as they can be Um, people like to hear that kind of stuff. So tell us a little bit about give it give us a little background on Your guys's love stories your relationship stories how you came to meet your your eventual spouse Jared throw to you
0: so Well, okay, so Lindsay is my wife Um, Lindsay and I Technically met back in like 2013 2012 or 2013 when we were going to Andrews for our, uh, for undergrad. Um, but it, it was just brief and it was through mutual friends. We didn't really talk very like, in passing. Yeah. Just yeah. in passing. And then, I mean, do you remember it though? Do you have a cognizant memory like, of it? Very faintly, very faintly. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she does too, just very faintly. She says she remembers me always wearing a uh, red, white, and blue flannel, Sure. Which is true. I I know exactly what she's talking about. So it was me.
1: So you (laughs) had multiple passings then. it wasn't just like a one-time thing. Uh, Yeah. I
0: think, yeah. But I, yeah, it wasn't anything. And we, but we became uh, friends on like social media, Instagram, Facebook, I think. Um, uh, Definitely Instagram because um, that's how we started talking again, but we we didn't talk from like 2013 or 2012 until pretty much right before the pandemic um 2020 I say,
1: so a good seven years yeah like literally
0: january of beginning of january 2020
1: so she was just a girl that was kind of floating in the ether you knew who she was you knew this girl existed yeah, but, i watched her stories okay so you weren't what you are know, you were already we following her. her just kidding <laughs>
0: yeah oh yeah yeah we were we were social media friends for all those years okay okay i wasn't yeah.
1: familiar with that okay cool
0: but uh yeah then she posted one um story on instagram and so then i i just like oh why not So you I swiped I, up yeah, I I DM'd her. I f- uh-huh. I forget exactly what I said, um, but then she commented or she messaged back like right away. And I'm like, oh, some <laughs> traction here. Like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Attraction. No. So then we just started um, talking or messaging back and forth, and that's pretty much how it all started. And then messaging led into FaceTime. I FaceTimed her just randomly one night, and um, I didn't think she'd pick up, and she did. And then we talked for wow. like a couple hours, and then we FaceTimed pretty much every day we were long distance by the way she was in Michigan okay. and I was here in Arizona yeah um, so we were long distance for um, actually all while we were dating even when I proposed to her but anyway so that's how we we met or started talking
1: okay awesome yeah. okay well I guess we'll we'll, we'll cut the story yep, there yep. where you how you guys met how did you in uh, in your lovely wife meet we go way back okay way back
2: but like so I only have like a visual memory of her um, in high school, we didn't actually know each other at the time. I just knew of her, and she knew of me. We went to the um, like sports tournaments in Walla Walla, Washington. Shout out Walla Walla, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we would go there to play like soccer and and volleyball. So her team was um, Cascade from Wenatchee, and my team was the Mount Ellis Eagles from Bozeman. And um, I remember seeing her on the steps of the church when I was like, probably I was probably like 16 or 17.
1: Wow. You're and a young,
2: young guy. Yeah. Yeah. I had like, I had long hair back then too. Mm-hmm. And I just let it flow. Awesome. And, uh, I remember seeing her and I was like, that's a really, that is a very pretty lady. And, uh, I didn't have the courage to, to strike up a conversation or anything. You know, I just, you know, I just, I, I remember her very vividly. Yeah. Um, from, uh, from walla walla tournaments. And then years later, one of us followed the other on, uh, I think it was Instagram or Facebook so we followed each other and um never you know it was just kind of like um I would see her stuff she would see mine and
1: so it was very similar to Jared you guys yeah, were actually for a long time just kind of mm, passive friends on Instagram you'd yeah, see each other stories that yeah, was it. mutual
2: friends and, and whatnot um and then one day she actually jumped in my DMs
1: okay um, <laughs> I was in <laughs> the old
2: DM slide <laughs> yeah um, I posted something about like uh, potholes. There was really bad potholes
1: in Lincoln, uh, Nebraska at the time. Yeah, winter, probably. Yeah, yeah when, oh, man. When the roads just deteriorate, and Jeez. You break your car in half. Awful, man. Yeah. driving down the road, all of a sudden, <laughs> did I hit a pothole? Oh. <laughs> what did I hit? <laughs> I don't have axles anymore. Oh my goodness.
2: Um, so yeah, she, we just started uh, having a conversation, and um, we started talking more seriously as as uh you know time went on, mm-hmm. and then we so I was I was in Nebraska she was in Washington and so also long distance yeah so yeah. we did long distance for a while and then um, officially dating or just talking yeah we, we we went official and then uh, I would say like close to a year of dating she ended up moving to Omaha where hey. I was at and we got to live in the same town she got an apartment downtown and I was living in the in the hood at the time it was fun <laughs> well thank goodness for those potholes right you know? <laughs> yeah. they served a purpose sometimes they do yeah. sometimes they don't just destroy your
1: car yeah Wait, I'm sorry. I missed the uh, the joke there. What's the connection? Oh, where? it was
2: the story that I posted that, that she...
1: About uh, the potholes. Yeah, right. Okay. The well, there we go. It, yeah. Potholes bringing people together. Right. No kidding. That's cool. Okay. So how long did you guys date your significant others? What was the spark or the turning point where you guys realized this could be something more? Was there a, a definitive moment or what, what kind of led you to that point?
2: Um, start here, Spencer. Yeah, I can start. So for me, like there wasn't a like there wasn't like an aha moment mm-hmm. where it just happened immediately. Um, it grew, but I mean, our, like our love for each other grew mm-hmm. like very quickly. We just like, I felt like that I'd known her for a long time and she said the same thing. Like, it feels like we've known each other way longer than we
1: have. And then it had probably only been what a year or so when you guys were feeling that way. I mean,
2: probably less, less like, than that. even. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Like three months probably honestly. That's so, cool. Um, yeah, like our, you know, our senses of humor and, uh, values, you know, those things both play a huge, a huge role, I think in, um, like the success of a, of a love story. So, um, yeah, we, you know, like I said, you know, there wasn't like an exact moment, but it it grew like quickly.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, oh, let me, real quick. So how long did you guys date before you then started planning i'm going to propose to this girl Don't make me do math <laughs> let me think here
2: so i think it would be oh man you're gonna have to cut out a bunch of dead air right oh, <laughs>
1: carry, carry the one spencer can i do some math <laughs> no i cannot
2: um you can ballpark it yeah i would say like over a year like okay. it was probably like a year and a few months okay yeah. Let's edit the actual answer. <laughs> yeah. so get, Like in trouble with my mic because like, this. You awesome. don't know. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. She's
0: never been in front of the mic. It's tough being up here. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Maybe a lot edit of that out too. <laughs> oh man. All right. Over um, to you, Jay. Money. <laughs> uh, what was the original? What was the next question?
1: Yeah. The question was so. At what stage of the dating oh. process did you kind of have that light bulb moment where you were like?
0: So. Yeah. I'll say you know for Lindsay and I because. Um, We were in our mid to upper 20s. Well, mid-20s. And so we weren't really looking to just date around. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were kind of just getting out of that phase, I would say. Or like not, you know, we just wanted to be more serious to begin with. So if we were going to talk to someone or start dating someone, initially we were thinking like, okay, can I see myself with this person forever and, you know, marrying them and all that. So um, that was always kind of right away just always thinking about that and i would say it like it wasn't long like it was probably well keep in mind i proposed uh, august of 2020 and we officially started dating march of 2020 sure so we were talking about marriage i'm thinking in june so yeah. only a few months um
1: now so it was really quick the unique thing about your relationship yeah. was it was right during the start of your relationship yeah. started right at the start of covid yeah. So there was a lot of uncertainty in the world. Oh, yeah. You guys were talking a lot. All we did was talk on, yeah.
0: on FaceTime and text message. That that was our relationship from... Well, like when we started talking, it was January. Um, mm-hmm. We started really talking probably like February. Yeah. And um, then we were texting every day, FaceTiming literally every night for like yeah. at least an hour. Yeah. Um, so that's all we could do was just talk and talk about everything and anything. And I think... Uh, I've said this before to you guys like that really laid the foundation for our relationship and dating and all that. And we kind of got, we really got on the same page and realized we had a lot of the same interests and, you know, we were laughing and having fun and all that stuff. So it, it just made it easy. And then when we visit each other, it was just, I don't know, it was just easy.
1: You would say that some good came out of it being long distance then. Oh yeah. I, yeah,
0: (laughs) I, I definitely would. Um, it, it, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say the pandemic made a lot of things hard, but like it was definitely a silver lining for that for me and and for us. So
1: here's a a question for you. I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Do you think if your relationship had started in person, if you guys had been in the same place, would you have still gotten to that point of I want to propose within five or six months of dating at the same rate or would it have slowed it down? Do you think?
0: Well, so if hard to say if it started back in like 2012, 2013 when we first met, like we were not the same people. Sure, lots of growth in (laughs) that almost decade. Yeah, she, I've talked to her about this. She's like, I would not have dated you Mm -hmm. (laughs) back then, and I'm like, you know, just because I was really immature. She was, you know, in a different mindset and different person. So time really helped us out too. Just dude, um, your early
1: 20s to late 20s, so much changes. So yeah.
0: So, but if we met like. You know, when we did like twenty five, was it twenty six, twenty seven? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, then um, I I feel like it, we could have gotten to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if it would have been as fast or that distance
1: really sped yeah. it up because of the yeah. fact that you guys. Well, it with I think it was a combination of the distance and COVID. So much uncertainty yeah. in the world, having a little more downtime. Because I remember you weren't your didn't your work close down for a bit there. My work didn't
0: close down, but we couldn't. They wouldn't let us leave we, we couldn't travel out of state right so i was planning on flying out to her in michigan um in uh april okay yeah april but i couldn't leave couldn't even or leave. if i did i had to i had to quarantine when i got Jeez. there for five days i couldn't see anybody so oh my goodness and then when i got back i would have had to quarantine again for five days ah, so i couldn't work oh so my it wasn't but her job let her leave which is kind of crazy because she worked in a hospital, <laughs> which is whatever. So but she yeah. But she got to visit... COVID logic. Yeah. <laughs> if anything was logical during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. it was Ill- <laughs> illogical things. But yeah, so we actually... I actually did more traveling than I ever have in any year during 2020 in, yeah. the, in the pandemic. Level. Ironically enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But anyway. Cool. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of cool, though, that something so good came out of a time so stressful and bad for a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I've always thought that was kind of cool about your relationship, how...
0: I'll say it was from when we started talking to when we got married, like it was, it was a blur. It was a good blur, but it was a, it just happened so fast. Yeah. Everything just snowballed.
1: Time during the pandemic, those early days, especially there was this weird, like dilation of time where everything, like my perception of time changed because uh, my, my job was obviously my work hours were way different and whatnot. And and so having that, and then on top of a long distance relationship where you guys were talking all the time and the relationship was built upon that, principle it was built upon just talking it and getting to know each other i think that's pretty cool
0: I'll, i'm gonna say one more thing before i let Spencer yeah. go or whatever but mm-hmm. um it's kind of a runaway thought but it's like during covid like especially 2020 no one was outside the world was literally functioning through lap like yeah. tvs laptops phones isn't that weird to think about like yeah. nothing was going on outside just a very few things we were all communicating interacting yeah in the in the web like and it that's just, and that, that's led so your, that led to your I mean, that led to your relationship yeah there was good and bad out of that yeah people. me it was good but I just
2: think that's so crazy but it is
1: way, I'll stop rambling I agree okay back to you Spence
2: well ours was uh, like really similar how you know it happened right before the the pandemic happened <laughs> so once she moved over to uh to Omaha there was you know that's where that that was like right before it happened things were going great like she just moved there
1: she moved to Omaha so yeah. early twenty twenty. Yeah yep okay, cool.
2: and then um, yeah, and then maybe another month or two, and then it all, it all hit the fan yeah, and like unfortunately for her, she wasn't able to work for quite a while like it, it seemed it seemed longer than it was because like you said, like time was weird during that yeah. during that point, but um, you know, she was under a lot of stress because there was a lot of uncertainty as to when things we're going to get, you know, back mm-hmm. online. Like, when are we going to, like, she's a dental hygienist. So they, uh, they were very cautious with that because it creates a lot of aerosols and things like that. So, um, yeah, it was concerning. So we kind of, you know, we spent a lot of time together during that time. And I was going to ask, how do you feel the, the, best I could?
1: how do you feel the, the pandemic in those early days where a lot of people were very cautious? Um, how do you feel that impacted your relationship? I assumed spending a lot of time together then if she had just moved there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like we, we did. And you know, like for me, I didn't have, I didn't have any like fear that I was going to lose my job. Like I, I didn't have that same kind of stress. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, um, you know, just kind of the way, the way we did, we did work. It was at a, a rehab facility. So the way we did work changed a bit. True. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just, we spent a lot of time together and we grew really close and um, built, you know, built a, a strong, a strong trust because, you know, we just, we had each other at that point.
1: It's cool. Yeah. it's cool. I didn't realize that your guys' relationship, but also, for some reason in my head, I had it a little earlier, I didn't realize that it kind of also lined up a lot with, with the pandemic and everything. Yeah. It was so. like,
2: cause we, we talked a while before the <clears throat> pandemic, okay. uh, long distance and then, like she moved and and then pretty much right away, that's when it when it struck. So
1: cool. Let's talk about the uh, proposal stories. Mm. Proposal stories. What uh, what went into planning that, executing it, and uh, yeah, just share a little bit about that. I guess we'll start here with Spencer. Okay.
2: For that, I we had talked a few times of wanting to do like a couples shoot, like a like a couples photo shoot thing. Oh, this is awesome. So, um, Yeah, I planned it out with a. With a photographer that I knew. Was it with Scott?
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
2: yeah. Shout out to Scott. Scott Cushman. Awesome. Great photographer. I've worked with him a, a few times. Yeah. And uh, wait, is he
1: from Lincoln Union? Yeah. He's he always around Union. Does he work for Union? I don't. I'm not actually sure. No. I know he's just in that bubble kind of. So right. Cool.
2: Um, yeah. So planned it out. It was in the fall. Um, it was uh, so it was starting to get pretty cold. Mm-hmm. But we did like a like a fall theme shoot and uh, yeah, I just did uh like really nature you know, pretty, uh, you know, Midwest fall, you know, trying to find the the orange leaves and all that. That's right. And uh, it was, but it was very cold was the thing. I, Mm. like looking back, I wish that I hadn't put her through like (laughs) such frigid conditions because she hates that. It was October? Yeah. And like we, we live in. Like, we live in Arizona now. It's probably because she's traumatized from that event.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'll never be cold again. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. I'll say yes, <laughs> but we're moving. Yeah. <laughs> one condition. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Um, so, yeah, we did the whole shoot, and I don't remember exactly how long the shoot was, but, like, long enough to... Like it, you know, low levels of hypothermia. (laughs) Uh,
1: I was about to say, Oh my goodness. Evil man. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even like open your hand to (laughs) put the ring on or yeah. He's (laughs) like, (laughs) um,
2: but at the very end of it, like, um, I, yeah, I just, we were doing like one last shoot. Um, and yeah, I just went down on one knee and she didn't see it coming. No. Well, she, she was suspicious. Like she was definitely suspicious of me. But after having gone like a certain amount of time and nothing had happened, she kind of.
1: So you guys had had the talk, like, we want to get married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, were. I figure most people who propose have yeah. had that talk, but. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: she, it was definitely on her radar. Yeah. Um, I tried to be sneaky about it, yep. of course. But, you know, like, yeah. You, you want to make sure that, like, things are going to go well if you're going to ask that question. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just went down on one knee and and uh asked her if she would marry me and she said yes awesome and uh yeah we had we had it all documented you yeah know, good good photos
1: yeah so. i remember seeing those pictures on the uh, on the gram that was in october 20 yeah okay that's right yeah i remember that yeah because it was either right before or right after you visited out here actually wasn't it yes it was right around that yeah. same time because yeah. i remember you randomly were like hey i'm being gonna be in your neck of the woods you got any fun touristy stuff that we me and my uh, fiance, should do yeah so it, right after then yes that's and cool. We,
2: like when we came down, I had never been to Scottsdale before yeah. or, or Phoenix really. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, this place is awesome. Yeah. I really, I really liked it. Yeah. I really like both of us just fell in love with, with Arizona. So we decided after we got married that we'd move down and, Start a life here, so and here you
1: are two years later, yeah, living in it. the good old cool. Phoenix metro. Love it. Okay, proposal story. Let's hear it, Jay. Money. Well, you probably could. I, I know it yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so yeah, like I said, I, I think we started talking about marriage in June, so we definitely had the talk. Um, I knew she would say yes because we were we were planning our life at that point, so.
1: Was it, it was all pretty casual. Like you guys both felt confident in the relationship that yeah. it just kind of happened. It was just kind of like, Hey, are, we should get, we should get hitched.
0: Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly when we're like, Yeah, I, I don't remember when we like started having the marriage talks, but like I said, I think it was around June. It just September. felt so right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, cause we knew, we knew so much about each other. Like you want kids, mm-hmm. you, want her, so you want to get married all that. So yeah, we, yep. we had a lot of those conversations. I proposed to her, <coughs> in august of 2020 so we followed your timeline
1: like yeah you guys similarly. were very similar very similar
0: yeah but um i i planned it out with you that's right it was like i needed a videographer or photographer or whatever uh-huh. and um so i asked you to help out but it was at the desert botanical gardens so she came down to visit one weekend and it was funny because the whole like the week <laughs> before she came down or two weeks before she came down she's like Jared, is this going to be it? She always asks. She hates surprises, but she loves surprises. Yeah, so yeah. always yeah. asking him, like, I you know, I, I don't even know what I said. I tried to just play it off, like, no <laughs> day, just don't worry about it. And don't worry like, about it. Should I get it? my nails done before? And I'm like, well, eh, if you want. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'd be a good idea, I think, but, you know, not for proposal. No. Nah. But, um, <laughs> so, uh, she did get her nails done. She had a lot of suspicions, like you guys, or, like, um, um, I, I
2: don't remember her name either. Actually. <laughs> Brandy. Brandy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that as as wasn't my wife. Right? That's funny. Yeah, sorry, that Brandy? Wife? I, yeah.
2: Anyway, got um, the marriage certificate somewhere.
1: Oh my goodness, that's but, um, awesome.
0: Yeah. So she came down, and then I planned it out with you. We were gonna walk down this little path, go to this like cool area um in the in the gardens, and then. um Kind of lead her to it and then do, and propose there, but yeah. Um, it was funny too because it was a Saturday night. It was a Saturday night or Sunday night. Was it? I think it was. A, it was a Saturday night. Yeah. It was a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she came down and she's like, "I'm like, oh, let's just go out, you know." I just kind of played it off as like a regular date, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Should I dress up?" I'm like, eh, "If you want, you know." And I, I kind of you know, dressed a little differently than I normally did. She's like, why are you dressed up? I'm like, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not gonna lie. I like to wear def- tuxedos. She had a, <laughs> <she's> <laughs> 90. B- <laughs> it's, enough <all> <laughs> it's enough old tux. Randomly.
1: It's enough old so tux. Don't worry you can about it. Dress just, up if you want. Yeah, <laughs> i like, to wear this. Wear some sweats.
0: I don't care. Awesome. <laughs> no, so she was like, okay, so she was smiling, smirking the whole time. But, um, on the way there, um, we had to time it right for you and I, cause you had to get there first. So I was texting you and I was trying to hide my text and then I had to, you know, drive. And on the way down, she was like reaching over. She's like, where's the ring? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was like feeling my, she was reaching over and feeling my, um, (laughs) sorry. Just, (laughs) (laughs) she was reaching over into my sock thinking the ring would be there and, um, and all that (laughs) stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, said I was gonna call off the proposal right there because she was just, she was bugging me so much about it. But um, no, I, I, I changed my mind. Yeah, you <laughs> stop it. Or you're not gonna get proposed to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, she she didn't find the ring. Thank goodness. And then, um, finally, we got there. There was a little timing issue, but it worked out. And then, yeah, walked her down the path, and then uh, proposed to her, and yeah, that was that.
1: Meanwhile, I'm oh yeah, trying to get everything. So I we had a time frame roughly lined up. I got there like 30 minutes ahead of you-ish. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, and I set up my phone on a tripod to record it because I wanted, obviously, to capture the whole thing on video. Yeah. Had it kind of hidden off to the side. And then I was hiding behind like some cactus, a cacti, a couple cacti around the bend. Yeah. And because my phone was recording, I couldn't have Bluetooth music playing off of it at the same time. And so I had my watch connected to the bluetooth speaker my apple watch and was going to hit play as i saw them walking up because jared wanted a song uh justin timberlake mirrors by justin timberlake playing and so i see them kind of coming around the bend also keep in mind i'm having to shoot people out of there like every couple seconds because people are are, like trying to like hey my buddy's about to propose get out of here
0: (laughs) 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 he's gonna be here any second i know you paid money yeah yeah. i know
1: i know they were were a lot people were very nice you know it's a proposal they're like oh sorry sorry you know they left but um so I see them kind of walking around the corner, about to enter the area, and I'm like, trying to hide, getting ready with the, the camera, trying to hit play. My Apple Watch disconnects from the speaker. I'm like, no, no, reconnect. I'm trying to reconnect as they come in, and I'm like, well, dang it, you should have just started singing. <laughs> it's like in my mirror. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, so I just, I'm like, well, all right, I'm gonna capture the moment. I'm not gonna miss it. Trying to get the audio working. So he gets down on the knee and you know says his spiel i'd kind of walk around them you know i think she was maybe maybe teared up a little bit i can't remember they were both very happy obviously um finally got photos so yeah yeah they turned out pretty pretty decent um went and uh finally (laughs) played the music like you know a couple minutes late but whatever Um wally don't be rude it worked out don't be rude wally Woo, timber um so yeah that was uh that was quite the honor to get to to capture my buddies proposal that was yeah good times um awesome all right preparing a wedding tell me about your guys experience with prepping for a wedding planning a wedding uh stresses maybe like your pro tips for people who may someday want to get married or maybe imminently getting married what would be your like if you can think of a couple of like pro tips like make sure these are the do's these are the don'ts um but start with sharing a little bit about just kind of the the process as a whole Were you super stressed out uh, take it away. Um, my, go ahead. My
2: basic advice is be filthy rich <laughs> and pay someone to do all of that stuff because that, that helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. That's not an option for you, um, like it wasn't for me. <laughs> um, we we did a lot of the planning ourselves. We we decided that we wanted to have, um, you know, like save as much as we could, and you know, put our money toward honeymoon and mm. you know our move like we were, we were just planning on kind of uprooting our lives so we had to make sure that you know all the decisions that we made for our wedding you know fit in with that so um <clears throat> yeah like finding finding uh, the venue is huge we had uh, some issues with that that added some stress
1: you guys but, had it up in washington, yeah, washington it, yeah it was it was
2: going to be in leavenworth originally uh, which is in the Cascade Mountains, pretty close to Wenatchee, where she's from, um, and that venue didn't end up working out because of like COVID numbers. They uh, they pulled the rug out from under us, um, kind of last minute. Like oh. actually, man, I'm trying to remember how how long it was before the wedding. It was not very long at all. It was like a week or two.
1: They were like, hey, sorry, you can't use our venue.
2: Yeah, they were like, they were like, sorry, we uh, we checked with some people and they said that we. Couldn't allow you to do it, even though they'd already told us that we could. So uh,
1: wow, that I seems kind of like, sleazy, man. Like yeah, they best have like, refunded you.
2: Like I mean, <laughs> it all worked out. It all worked like, out. Yeah, okay, we, we didn't end up losing um, like financially on it, but then it was like, okay, now we need to find a venue, right? Like really fast, mm-hmm. and everything everything worked out great. We found um, our venue was these people owned, like this beautiful piece of land right next to a river so you know they they basically turn their land into a wedding venue and they they host you know weddings from time to time that's awesome down there so they were super reasonable and like there was a wedding i think they the day before and we talked with the people that had you know um it was like the dj and you know some other people that were involved in the previous wedding Mm -hmm. they ended up like leaving stuff out for us to use so wow, like we yeah
1: saved you some setup time. Yeah, we that's
2: awesome. Save, yeah, definitely like got hooked up in a lot of ways there. That's so, legit. Yeah.
1: Uh, how did you decide on? This is something I hear people is like a big stressor all the time. Size of the wedding, like who are they inviting? How many people? Did you guys have run into any issues with that? Or are you pretty much on the same path of like? I hear people the the the, the phrase I hear all the time is it's like it's either got to be it's almost like all everyone is coming or it's like a very small wedding or do you think you're able to find a, a good balance in the middle? Is it, it's, it's, possible. What do you think?
2: I think like, well, for us, we did it during like during COVID time. Right. And so like we pretty much just, we pretty much just like, you know, sent it like thought of, you know, we wanted to invite like close friends of the family, you know, obviously mm. all our family and extended family and all that. Um, and then, um, yeah it, it ended up working out really well the numbers we were you know what was the size We had the
1: best numbers okay <laughs> people, people <laughs> don't know this the best numbers what was the size of your of your wedding how many people showed up i mean i forget the exact number yeah
2: um Pardon? and I'm, I was talking with someone about this the other day. I'm horrible at gauging <laughs> numbers of people. Like I should, know like that Kevin answer. from the office. Yes, we yeah. probably, had, yeah. we probably. There's like ten green ones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's ten. So you probably had a million people there,
2: there according to, to you. A million. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there were billions and billions of people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I actually have no like no recollection of what that number was. Okay. And I'm like I can't look at like a group of people and be like. I know how many people that is. But you guys, you,
1: you mentioned COVID. Did you run into any issues with like the venue saying you can only invite X amount of people? Or was that not? a
2: No, like because it was like more of a privatized venue, like a family that was doing it. They were really chill. That's what's up. Yeah. They were like, I mean, people can wear masks if they want to. Cool. Like we're not going to.
1: A buddy of mine got married in uh, Washington about a year after you. Yeah, I think it was actually exactly a year after you. And they only allowed like hundred people at the venue yeah. because of COVID. And it was like quite a bummer to them. They had to, I know be pretty strategic with how they, how they planned it, but okay, cool. So what would be your, um, well, let's, we'll go over to Jared and yeah. we can bounce back to you for, um, be thinking um, about what would be like a couple things of, 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 importance to remember when planning a wedding. Okay. Go ahead, Jared.
0: Um, well, yeah, so I'll be honest. Lindsay did most of the planning. Nice. <laughs> I, uh, I, I threw around the idea of a courthouse wedding, so really? I, yeah, I was just kind of whatever. But yeah. no, we had a really good wedding and it was special, so I'm glad we did it. But um, <laughs> she uh, she has her own style, and I love her style. And like, it's it was super nice. But she did a lot of the coordinating. You know, her mom helped out a lot. Um, she actually bought a book. You can buy these books where. Like depending on when you got engaged and like your timeline of when the wedding is and all that, it breaks it down like month by month, like what you should do this month, this month, get the honeymoon, you know, planned as well. Like it goes into everything is you're getting ready for for your wedding, and it just kind of lays it because otherwise it's just chaotic and like all over the map. And mm-hmm. You don't. Know where, so that book helped her like stay organized and get all her ideas down and everything. Um, so that's a tip, you know, if you want to find something like that to, cool. to help organize, but. Um, what what else was the, just kind of planning the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any uh, tips
1: pop into your head uh, uh, when it comes yeah. to planning a wedding? Um, I didn't, any, really what was the, what any... was the biggest stumbling block? Like, did you have any, like, Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. again. So I guess with our situation with COVID, it yeah. was,
0: it was a little nerve wracking. Just obviously everything was with COVID, but like the venue, we found the venue we wanted. Um, uh, we had to do a lot of like virtual tours and everything. And ah. she was in Michigan still at the time. And I was in Arizona.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, no, I lied. I moved to Michigan and so we could, we could start planning it out there. But anyway, um, we did a lot of virtual tours and things like that. We found the one we wanted. They had, they weren't sure if, you know, April of 2021 is, you know, if we could have the wedding or how many people could come to our wedding. So we were nervous, like well, we're going to send out all our invitations and then hopefully they don't change the Whoa. number count. And Because uh, they were like, yeah, well, it'll be ready to go unless you know something crazy changes and we put a deposit down and all that That's stuff. That's stressful. So you didn't even have a, def- yeah.
1: a d- definitive number. Right.
0: Oh, my so we did get a definitive number like closer to the date. Okay. And I can't <laughs> it's like
1: two weeks to go. So not your invite. Yeah, like I don't think it was two weeks, but it was, okay. it was
0: closer to the date. And I, if I'm remembering right, I think we actually planned of just having, like, around 125 people because okay. um, that's, I think they said, like, it'll kind of be around that number or yeah. something, and so we planned on that. So that kind of took the awkwardness out of, like, s- people we couldn't invite and whatnot. Sure. So we we took all, like, our close family, friends, just people that were, you know, that are really close to us and, you know, had a lot of interaction with. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how we planned that out. But, yeah, it was nerve-wracking up until the point, point they're like... Yeah, everything's good. We were actually the first wedding at that venue since COVID began back in early of 2020. So we had to wear masks. Well, we didn't. The the wedding party didn't have to, but everyone else did. So that was kind of annoying. But it worked out really well. I mean, again, the wedding was a blur, like most of them are. We just boom, boom, boom. And then next thing you know, we're on our honeymoon in the Dominican. So it was just crazy. How do we get here? Yeah, which we got COVID in the Dominican. So man, yeah. Wild. Good thing we had a private um, private jet. Suite. Oh. Private jet, yeah. Good <laughs> thing we had a
1: private plane and we were rich. It was a private island. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, anything else of note about the wedding day? Um, anything that stood out to you or I guess kinda going back to any like tip for planning a wedding that you would say to people. I don't know. take that as you will. Go ahead. Well, I I was just gonna
0: say too um cause we had a night wedding and so oh, yes. we, we had everything planned out. It, it didn't always, it, not everything went to plan. Like we planned out like between the ceremony and the reception, we were going to have a meal cause we knew we weren't going to be able to eat a ton cause people were going to be talking to us or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I thought that was a cool idea. So if you're planning a wedding, like, and you know, make sure you, you allot some time for you to eat or just kind of reset after the ceremony. You know, we had like a little room upstairs that we kind of could collect our thoughts. Like, just newlyweds, right there. So yeah. that was kind of nice for about you know fifteen twenty minutes. The problem was the food wasn't ready, so we had to eat with everyone else. And so <laughs> I ate my food. Lindsay didn't really get to eat hers, but you end up talking to everybody, and it just goes by so quick, and the speeches and everything, and it yeah. it just boom boom boom. So just be ready for that, and you know,
1: being definitely adaptable. be mentally ready yeah. for all that. Yeah. yeah, I've always heard from people; they always say it's such a blur, like it's just. Yeah. We remember it. It's just, it's, yep. yeah, it's just a little, Michael Scott quote. Uh, you know, they say your wedding goes so fast. You're lucky to get a slice of your own cake or something like that. Yeah, and I forget yeah. what his little z- zinger is. I, after yeah, that's
2: nuts. I say, let them
1: eat cake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we go. Margaret <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Cool. Spence. Any last topics come to mind? Or not topics, but any last thoughts come to mind for, for planning the, the, the wedding day and wedding planning day. the wedding? Yeah.
2: I think, um, for the wedding day, there's like a cliche that I heard a lot that people said, and it was just like, you know, just be sure to have fun on your wedding day, like don't mm. stress too much. Because things are gonna go wrong. And that's yeah. really true. Like it is it, it is a cliche for a reason, but yeah, you know, like things did not like there were some things that didn't go exactly like we mm. had a windstorm like blow through um like temporarily. Yeah. And so a bunch of the decorations were like oh. getting knocked over on the reception tables. So like we had to we had to make adjustments like
1: work around you that. Know,
2: maybe an hour or two before the wedding. Yeah. And so things, you know, just,
1: you know, they happen. Yeah. So
0: you Rain. Should, if that, yeah, you exactly. Know, a lot like, of people have problems yeah. with that.
1: So yeah. and yours was outside. Yeah. Jared's was inside. Thankfully. Yeah. Like well, outside. we were in
0: Michigan too. So we didn't right. know what the weather would be like. So really, let's just do it inside. And yeah. Yeah.
1: So I guess good. that's one more. Well, it's subjective. I was going to say, I feel like outside is, is, prettier but it's totally subjective like it depends mm-hmm. on what you want if it's inside it's obviously one more variable that you can control yep. you get to control the weather right and set, i'd say but. too like for
0: ours we had everything at the same place so we had the mm. ceremony upstairs and it that was nice. a nice place and then you just walk downstairs across a little hall and the reception was right there yeah so again it was a night wedding it was you know yeah. everything was kind of condensed but um i i do i did like it all at one place i think that was nice but yeah again it's up to you what you guys Whoever is getting married, then what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. You do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <except for you. laughs> It'll be life. Flip a coin inside yeah. or outside wedding.
1: No. Um, okay. So you're married. Tell us about that first month of marriage. Of course, of what you're comfortable sharing first month of marriage. How is that? Cause I feel like that's an, a big adjustment period. And I know Jared, you have a very unique experience with this. Actually probably Spencer as well. Yeah, we talked I just about think this, about yeah. yours because of how kind of chaotic your, your life was with moving and whatnot during all that time. But yeah. share specifically try to recall the first couple months of being married. Are there any big adjustments, anything you weren't expecting that really kind of, we were like, Oh man, I didn't even think this was going to be a thing we had to work through. Um, Go ahead.
2: It wasn't like, I I don't think back on that period of time as being super chaotic. Okay. Um, like it is, it is a big adjustment, but for me, it was like a big sigh of relief. It's like, Mm. you know, we'd been, we'd been planning the wedding. There was, you know, some stress with that plus, I mean, so we, we got married, we went to Hawaii for our honeymoon and then we come back and there was a period of time before our lease started in Arizona that we, that's right. we were, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, like, <laughs> homeless, you know. Like, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't have a, our own place yet. So we were living with her with her parents during that little interim period before we got our, our ba- lease started. Back up in Washington. Yeah, yeah in Washington yeah, State. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, we got to, you know, it was fun. Hung, hung out with her family for a bit. Sure. And uh, just relaxed. And, yeah, then we made the, made the journey mm-hmm. down to, uh, we had to go to, um, well, actually, so the way we planned it, we had already um, moved all of our stuff from Nebraska down to Arizona. That's right. I remember so, this. So, like, like, the majority of our stuff is just chilling in the storage unit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, once we were, once our lease was started, we drove down and got moved into our apartment and it was awesome. Yeah. Like, we, cool. yeah, those, the early months were, were fun and it's all, it's all been going smoothly.
1: Cool. So, there wasn't really any sort of, uh, with living with a person twenty four seven. Now I guess I don't know your guys' living situation prior. Maybe you guys were spending a lot of time together regardless. But being married, obviously sharing one roof. um, you found that to be a pretty easy transition, not to have your own place, but yeah.
2: That's an adjustment. Okay. For sure. Um because everybody has their own pet peeves about things. So um you know, and I think I think my advice to like newly married people is to like take those seriously. You know, because be mindful of their pet peeves. Yeah, be mindful okay. of pet peeves for sure, because it's like obviously not a big deal to you because you're doing them, but it is a big deal to them because they're like that's a pet peeve of theirs. Mm-hmm. So, um, it means I think it means a lot if you're mindful of that, and like we both try to be mindful of the other. Yeah, like there's there's still things that happen because uh, it can be kind of hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Sure. Sometimes. but um, we're learning. It's a learning process, and yeah, like she's really patient with me, which I appreciate a lot, and. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty patient with her. So, cool. Well, like, and to, to piggyback off Go for what it. you're saying, like, when we were dating, Lindsay and I, we
0: were, we kind of cleared out the big stuff, right? Would you say you had a lot of those big talks, like, like kids oh, okay. and your views on things and all that? And so, if you can, if you can deal with the big stuff, like finances, like how you deal with your finances, and mm. you're on the same page with that, and then you start to learn the pet peeves, I feel like you'll, in your mind, you'll, I don't want to say it, like just put up with the pet peeves, but you can work on that. Like the small stuff. You yeah. can work on the small stuff. To you can compromise. Up, but the, right. Yeah. But the big, as long as you're not compromising on the big stuff, I feel like the small stuff, the little, you're things gonna have little arguments and stuff like that, which we did, but yeah. um, that kind of works itself out. So it's like, don't fret too much about that because you're going to, it's kind of a fun experience just to learn what each other's like. There's going to be growing pains, but yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Don't sweat the petty
1: things. Exactly. Definitely. Um, Share a little bit more because you guys are both about a year and a half in, like we were talking about. Um, What has been the, how do I want to phrase this? Most difficult hurdle or obstacle in adjusting to married life? Is that a fair question to ask? And I don't want to overstep any boundaries. If you guys are uncomfortable with the question, you know, we can, I can always edit it out. Even we don't have to talk about it, but is that a a fair question to, to ask?
0: um yeah so i mean for us just like when we got married and like i said we went to the dominican we were there for 10 days got covid like there was some stress with that getting back then we had to move uh because we moved to arizona within a month of of getting back and so we were there's a lot of stress with that i was starting a new job um you know we both quit our jobs and she didn't really have one here so there was right away there was just a ton of like extra stress that I don't feel maybe necessarily is normal after, you know, for newlyweds. So we kind of had to just work it out together. We couldn't really like, I just felt like there wasn't time to get that, s- that adjustment of living together. We just kind of went on the fly. But, um, for us, I think that was the biggest hurdle. Um, and you know, there yeah. were some arguments, there was some, some tension, you know, and sure I'll say this too. I an I'm an only child, yeah. So, um, you know, when everyone says, you know, only child children are spoiled and stuff and uh it's true. No, I, I wasn't, super, <laughs> you know, but um I had my own way of doing things. Like growing up as yeah. an only child, I had my own like how how I lived and did things on my own. Like I'm
1: and living I mean you I well, you I know you had roommates here, but You had your own room and everything? Yeah, I was just on my own. I did my own thing, especially
0: after college. And so I kind of got in my own ways. And, you know, I can be kind of stubborn sometimes. So that adjustment of just, like, you have to let yourself go a little bit and, you know, let her into your life. Mm -hmm. And then you guys got to work together. Like like little stuff, like like morning routines, Mm -hmm. you know, little pet peeves about you know even grocery shopping and stuff like that. And, you know, dinner and what you want to do when you get home from work. Like... She wants to, to talk and, you know, and I'm, when I come home, I'm kind of tuned out sure, like for, sure, sure. after I graduated, you know, and I started my own career, you know, physical therapy, I was talking to people all day. I come home. I just want to relax and watch YouTube. Like that's yeah. not her at all. Sure. So like just adjusting to that stuff, um, figuring out how, yeah. how you're
1: the, fl- the flow of life together, how right, exactly. you coexist.
0: You, you really do have to be a little more selfless and I'm definitely yeah. working on that cause I'm still selfish to a point, And you know, I'm you know yeah that causes some issues so we're, we're working on it but like i said like if you've got the big stuff down right your future plans you want kids all this stuff is thought out you can work on that the smaller
1: stuff i think what's so crucial there too is the fact that you acknowledge it right you're like i'm a little selfish with my time in the evenings yep. and but Lind- i'm yeah. learning i'm learning to be better about it exactly like, if you can acknowledge it then you yeah. can fix it right you yep. if you know like this is something i need to work on like yeah. i think that's huge so many Lindsay's people don't Great it at,
0: at you know Helping me through that, and she has her own stuff she's working on. And yeah,
2: we're just good at, at that, so
0: yeah, cool, it's good. Yeah,
2: the biggest hurdle, yeah. Um, not the turtle, not the turtle. I, I heard turtle initially, turtle. I was really confused what was by what he me- was saying. Where are the turtles? <laughs> <laughs> when is he gonna start talking about turtles? Um, awesome, like for me, it's it's like it's pretty similar to what Jared was saying with like being a bachelor for a long time. um I really had a very like regimented routine Mm. with what I was doing in Omaha. Um, you know, it was like my, I don't know. I was really just comfortable in my career and you know, I like prepping food, going to the gym. Like I just did the same stuff every day. Yeah. And honestly, like bringing a woman into your life, I feel like as a bachelor, like for me anyway, like it's, really interesting especially like a woman who's a foodie because like i could honestly be okay eating the same oh, thing yes like all of the time
1: dude i, which, I that I, is me Yeah, that I'm, was an issue too for us yeah,
2: yeah. Like, it, it, i mean i understand why it raises flags for people because like like why would you want to eat the same exact thing all the time but for me when it comes down to it, like convenience outweighs. Hundred like, percent, dude. The pleasure of food. Hundred. I'm yep. in the exact same boat, yeah. and Jess,
1: very much, you know, she likes being more adventurous with food, and yeah. I'm like, I'm happy if I got my like four or five meals that I know how to make. I can like, eat beets I can, and rice every day. Yeah, exactly. Every day. Exactly. Like I know my meals that I like. It's yeah. easy. It's quick. I can make them yeah. quick. You know, like. It's an extremely efficient way to live. Exactly. So,
2: like, so- I would say with with Brandy, I was a lot more. Like, I had more of a Spartan lifestyle where it was, like, very, like, pretty, pretty simplistic. And, like, now it's, you know, I try to be more creative with what I'm doing because, you know, for us, we want to be, like, you know, we want to support each other. So, you know, waiting until waiting she gets off work so that we can go to the gym together mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, making sure that we're timing things correctly. And honestly, like it took, it's taken a while to adjust to that. I'm still like not the best at doing that because I'd still been, you know, a bachelor doing the same thing all the time for quite a while. Right. And we're
0: only a year and a half in That's too. Perfect. So we're, we're working on it. Yeah.
2: yeah. We're not perfect. Be, be patient people. <laughs> Gee whiz. Yeah. But Cool. Uh,
1: um, That actually leads me into what one of the questions was that someone sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be interesting. If this is something that you guys have thought about being still so newly newlywed, relatively speaking, in the in the big picture of life. Someone wanted to know how do you keep things interesting or fresh while being married? Mm. What do you guys think about that? Have you guys run it? Yes, when you're living with someone, I can imagine. I can only imagine not being married myself yet, but I can very easily see how once you're married and living with someone, it'd be very easy to just get into the, the grind of the routine and everything stays the same. So So that
0: was actually like a we, we had a discussion about that and um, that that was tough because I, I am not very spontaneous. And so, and she likes that. I was kind of, I don't know if that's a love language or falls into a category of a love language, sure. but she, she likes that. And that's something I have to work. On. Actually, I was going to just go buy her some random flowers today and just, you know, cause she likes that. Just keep something easy, quick, simple yeah. that she likes. Um, a little surprise, but, um, I lost my train of thought. The original question, um, what was it again?
1: The original question I just asked was, how do you oh, keep, keep basically yeah keep it fresh, keep things like yeah fresh from get becoming stale or just falling into the rut of. So
0: what we've done and what we kind of talked about before we got married is we want before kids we want to like travel and you know experience some things. So we do, we did go on a lot of trips like this past year Mm -hmm. uh 2022 we went to a lot of places and um, saw a lot of cool things and you know went on some adventures and that that's kind of fun we like to travel together and and do that so
1: experiencing new things yeah and you don't have to go
0: you know overseas or something to a cool place you know even just like in arizona yeah, in your state yeah sedona or something cool you know we did a staycation in phoenix just random um that was her idea so uh, (laughs) she's good with that sort of stuff but um yeah just Cause it is tough when you get like day to day and, and it, you're working every day and you come home and you're tired she's a nurse. So she's comes home, she's tired. Um, we, we were just kind of working for the weekends a lot of times. Cause that's yeah. when we got most time together. Um, so it's tough. And I, that led to one of our arguments is like, she wanted more, you know, of, of spontaneous stuff yeah. and adventure. And I told him like, I get it and I'm trying really hard, but it's like, we do have to make a living now. You know, when we were dating, she'd come visit. It was always fun because I took time off. She obviously had time off a vacation, right? Yeah, we're on vacation, but yeah. now we're living together and it's the day to day work schedule we have. We have to adjust to that. And so for me, it's like, I realize I have to do a little bit more to be, to keep things fresh on my end. She's doing sure, stuff, you know, for us, but she also had to realize too, like, we do have to pay the bills and you know it's not going to be you know sunshine and rainbows all the time we you know we got to work and stuff like that yeah um not yeah. saying that she's not a good worker but of you course kinda get what I'm I, what I know i what you're saying yeah so there was that adjustment but just it can be something like on a weekend like just getting flowers or something she likes out or chocolate or just going on a staycation or if you want to go on a big trip just that sort of stuff you got to find out what that person likes and make an effort to do that and I you know like I said we're I'm working on that we're probably both working on that so mm-hmm. yes, sir. But yeah that's my input on it so. cool mm-hmm. Spence
2: yeah it's like thinking of because like I mean <clears throat> like when it comes down to it I'm a selfish person too like most people are they're thinking about you know what they want to do and but in a marriage to think about like something that the other person will like would really appreciate, and and uh, taking the time to plan that out, it it can make all the difference in their day, yep. and they'll remember that. So like, I don't know. Sometimes just taking her out to eat or planning a trip, um, you know, doing little things like that go a long way.
1: Yeah, I, I again, I'm not married, so speaking from someone who just knows people who are married and whatnot, and things I've seen in my my parents' model for me in their relationship, it's like even just the smallest little thing to break up the monotony right can can go a long way you know don't don't fall into that rut of just copy paste every day i think that that's that's obviously dangerous but it's something that's so easy and comfortable to fall into that
0: That leads to a lot of bitter people yeah you know and it's you kind of you know you don't realize the the people you've become if you're just in that day-to-day rut yeah you just become bitter i feel and so you got to got to keep that spark fresh and
1: and going
2: yeah and you have to remember like the joy of the joy of doing things for other people too, yeah like it's not just gonna bring them joy like it actually will bring you joy to see yeah. their their reaction and their appreciation for it yeah that's cool and um sometimes like it's kind of going out on a limb and like hoping that you're like making the right move mm-hmm. like i've done uh, there have been a few projects that I've done around the house that I wanted to surprise her with, mm-hmm. and one of them was not a good idea at all <laughs> 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 i took took a day and i put i installed a couple chandeliers in our house okay and which is really stupid because there's just no like the chances of me like aesthetically (laughs) like like what like a girl what she would want oh no i'd be the same boat. sure and i like i really like um her eye for that kind of stuff sure like i don't know why it like popped into my brain to even try that but I was like, I mean, yeah, I think she'll like that. She'll yeah. appreciate it, and she did appreciate it that like I put the work into doing that. Yeah. But it was like, that's like, I'm sorry, that's got to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had to pull it out. That's so, so funny. I'll get so the like, tools, so honey. So All right. To do like Create basic
2: more work. electrical stuff now, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Learning. There we go. You, you learn learned from I'm it.
1: Like, there yeah. we
2: go. Uh, but then, like maybe a month or two later, I did I did another project, and I was like, I was kind of anxious about it. I was like, I really hope that this, like, that I'm doing this right that she'll like it. And it was like, it was a major success. Like it was worth the work. She really appreciated it. And I think doing things like that, um, can be like, you know, something that not just like keeps it alive, but you know, you do have to keep putting the effort in. You can't become so comfortable that you just assume like, you know, cause a lot of
0: times that's what they want is just the effort too. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it doesn't have to be like trips or projects, you know, like, she, Lindsay took a ton of videos and, and photos and at one point she put a um, them all together for like a little video and I'll just bring that out just randomly and we'll watch that and she gets teared up and she loves oh, that cool. sort of stuff or just looking at your wedding album, you know, it can be something little like that, I feel. But,
1: cool. You know. Another question that we had, um, getting a little more serious here, what role does religion, if any, what role, if any, does religion or spirituality play in your marriage? And if, if so, if it is, how big of a part is that?
2: Hmm. It's like completely central in Here's ours.
1: Oh, look, Siri's going to give her, us her thoughts. Yeah, what does Siri think about that? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, there man. There is no God. I am not. Uh, I would not be surprised at all if Siri Siri's like, Siri's like, all praise, Tim <laughs> Cook. Whoa, Siri, chill out. Um,
2: yeah, like... For for Brandy and I, and I think that this is like I mean I don't know how a relationship could work if people were of completely different faiths because yeah. like Yeah. I mean there are similar values between a lot of different religions. Sure. Like the monotheistic religions, most people have the same type of values, especially like the Abrahamic ones like like uh you know, Christianity, Judaism and, right. and Islam. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are similar there. But um like in our modern age there are i feel like there's a lot of like impact that modern culture has like ripped spirituality away from people Mm. and so i don't know it kind of it it appears to me that for most people they don't make it a big issue Mm -hmm. when like whereas it it should be a big issue like you should be on the same page with that person and um at the end of the day like bad things are going to happen in life and to understand what you believe and to be on the same page about like the meaning of life. Like who do you believe in? It's kind of a foundational thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I existing? Right. Like, yeah. Why am I existing? Like (laughs) what's going to happen to me when I die? Yeah. Like those are huge questions. And I don't know. It seems like, and maybe I'm making assumptions like from just from appearances, like in our modern society, it seems like, most people maybe don't think about that as much mm. um, and so to be able to find someone that shares the same beliefs it's i think it's critical and it's becoming harder and harder
1: yeah and i think that boils down to i mean you touched on it what are society values in relationships and kind of the joke that is marriage in society right oh yeah we like each other right now let's get married Two years down the road, they have a disagreement on something, maybe spirituality, right. religion. Oh, it's okay. We'll get a divorce. You know, yeah. it's just kind of... Or even something less than that. They get, yeah. There's
0: no, like, foundation or glue yeah. there. Like, keep them together. And it's, yeah. It's like, they don't know. It's almost like they don't know it's going to be a ton of work. Right. They say they know, but they really don't know. Right. So... Yeah. I mean, I would say, too, like, even if you're not, like, spiritual people, but you have, like... Or, or you're not, like, religious people or, or whatever, but you you're kind of on the same level. Like, I think that's important being on the same level. So if you know, and I'm not not saying that everyone has to be uh, at the same point in their spiritual walk with Christ or whatever religion they're a part of, but Mm -hmm. just like foundational understandings, understandings of where you're at, because um, like if, if one person wants to be spiritual or start looking more into that and one person doesn't, I don't think that's really going to work out or you're going to run into some issues down the road. Yeah. But like for my parents, they weren't – my mom was raised Catholic. She didn't really do much with it. My dad was barely Methodist. But when they got married, they both realized, like, we do need something more. So they were on that same level, and then that's how they came to similar findings about, you know, Christianity, Adventism, because, you know, we're Seventh-day Adventists. So I think that's important. As, as long as you have that same, like, idea of where you want to go with your spiritual walk or, you know, beliefs, that helps too. Yeah.
1: So. I mean, if you're a religious person, theoretically, those beliefs and values are going to transcend everything in your life Mm -hmm. to a large extent. Right. So
2: it's good to have support with those things. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll get you guys out of here on this question. Someone asked if you guys ran into any issues with talking about kids with your significant other, having kids. Were there ever any discussions or disagreements or arguments over having kids and how many kids you want? Are you define yourself to be on the same plate? No issues for either of you guys there. What are your Not thoughts?
2: Like no, I, I mean it's, it's something where you know we kind of had to like feel each other out. Like yeah, you know, like are you one of those people that wants like twelve or <laughs> none per chance? Because I don't like either
1: of those. Twelve options. or none. Tw- option one, twelve. <laughs> option B, none. <laughs> yeah.
2: So like talking, just talking through it and making sure that uh, you know you're you're on the same page or at least close. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, you can make uh you can make compromises with that. But I mean, fortunately for me, like, um, you know, Brandy and I are on the same page when it comes to, you know, having what kids. Our
1: plan is, so yeah. Cool. Cool. Jared, any thoughts are very similar. Um, we were pretty much
0: on the same, that was one of the first things we talked about. Not one of the first things, but like, when, nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> how many kids you want? But Like when we were dating and figuring each other out, that was one of the first topics that came up and we were, on the same page two to three kids we both want twins actually and nice uh, you know there's a there's a chance we could you know with our family whatever so we were on the same page with how many we wanted and that we actually wanted kids and again i think that's a big foundational piece that you should both know about before you get married because i know a lot there's couples i know that they didn't even know if one or the other wanted kids it's like kind of and they were married yeah, and they're like, well, oh. they, they kind of thought, like, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But it's like, why? Like, Jeez. you got to talk about that stuff. There's so yeah. many big things that you really need to talk about. Don't be afraid to do it.
1: Even even if it's uncomfortable, you know, you got to have...
0: You have to, because it's going to be so awkward and problematic down the road. So
1: It's so unfortunate and sad how romanticized our culture is when it comes to relationships. It's always painted in, like, everything is 24-7, rainbows and unicorns. It's just easy. It just works. And it's like... Even just being in a, in a dating relationship over the last year and a half, mm. give or take. Yeah, give a year and a half almost exactly for me. Uh, that's funny. You guys have been married for almost a year and a half. Yeah. I've been dating for a year and a half. That's funny. Um, but, I mean, you find out that relationships and marriage, I can only imagine even to the next level because you've committed to a lifelong partnership with them. You know, yep. you have to put in work. You know, there's yep. going to be little things. Even if it is something small that you find yeah. silly and you, you don't even... be aware have, of that. Yeah, aware yeah. Aware. yeah. Okay. A- acknowledge that stuff. Oh, acknowledge yeah. that stuff. Cool.
2: It's like uh, recognizing what you have and how precious it is. Yeah. And like, you know, don't, don't take it for granted. You might, you might forget like at times how lucky you are, but I mean, this person puts up with all of your flaws and, uh, they love you like unconditionally. So yeah. it's, it's a huge
1: thing. Yeah. All right. We'll end with this, this question. This is a fun one. You guys get to, uh, 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 really dream big here. Someone asked it's 50, if, we'll say 40. I think I can't remember if said 50 or 40, 40 years from now, you and your significant other you and Brandy, you and Lindsay are retired in your head. What is your dream? Like, what is your reality? What are not your reality, but what is your, yeah, what's your dream? What would be your like dream fantasy reality for you and your spouse to be in 40 years from now? Where would you see yourself? Where would you want to be living? Uh, kids, grandkids, stuff like that. What, What would be the picture perfect scenario textbook kind of final chapter of your life in your head with your significant other?
2: colonizing mars (laughs) you and brandy and mars i love it (laughs) no um i would i would say like in 40 years from now you know to have brought up some some awesome kids and
1: 70 year old spence
2: yeah boy i'm gonna age so poorly (laughs) um hopefully finding a place you know like having a home that's outside of the city eventually (laughs) um I really like Arizona because it doesn't take long to get up into the, like into the woods. I think, you know, being able to retire and having a place where, you know, you've got some, some space, you can have some chickens and goats and stuff. And just like, you know, just take Mm -hmm. it easy.
1: You could see yourself. You could see that being in Arizona. Yeah. Would that be your dream? Like best case scenario though. Would it be still living here in Arizona?
2: I, yeah, I would love to. Nice. I mean, I would love to have some land up North. Cool. Like, Maybe a, like an hour or two away. Yeah. Maybe a little bit further. Um, and yeah, just have some have some space. Like, you know, like build a house or like find a cool house. Like with uh, you know, a little bit just outside of the city. Yeah. Because, you know, this is where we're this is where we're making our careers happen. Like, yeah. Of you know, kind of have to. Yeah. And there's a lot of things I like about the greater Phoenix area, but I know for sure later on in life I'm. Probably just gonna be a grumpy old man. You know?
1: <laughs> want to have some space. I don't want HOA. You know? <laughs> That's you know, right. Like, let me do what I want to do. And in this perfect scenario, how many offspring have you produced?
2: At that point? Yeah. This <laughs> like anywhere from like zero to like
1: twelve. Zero to twelve you know? is a perfect picture, perfect for yeah, you. Like Either like or. Provide a there. dozen.
2: All right. No, I. I <laughs> like. I would say three to four nice like three to
1: four would be awesome cool so you'll be living up in the mountains you got three to four kids rum rampaging around their world yeah. <laughs> they just stand guard at, <laughs> at yeah. our property lines awesome <laughs> like each corner that'd be cool yeah, there we, we go, go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> put them to work you know? yeah how about you jared what would be your dream again scenario. 40 years 40 years from now what would be like oh,
0: yeah i mean retired i i'd agree like out of the city you know i wouldn't mind arizona too like we're Looking at getting a house here a year, year and a half, but getting out of the city, kind of away from things, but um, on a lake would be nice, which Arizona doesn't have a ton of lakes, (laughs) so we kind of have to see, but I I think somewhere where there's like, you're in the woods, you're not super far away from the city, but you're out of it for sure, Sure. Um, and you got your own space, your own land, you're just kind of with each other, got kids, grandkids, like I said, two to three kids would be nice, and then their grandkids, but yeah that'd be relaxing and peaceful and they live heaven whatever comes or first. whatever
1: yeah yeah i'm down for that yeah, sounds nice yeah living happily ever after right exactly yeah that's the that's the dream right there <laughs> all right awesome hey jared spencer thank you so much for your time it was thank awesome you thank Thanks, you for thank being you. open and vulnerable and sharing your uh your journey with your relationships and your marriage no Problem. <laughs> thank you guys for watching for listening um mm-hmm. or remember you can subscribe on uh, on youtube i assume well no you might be listening to this on podcast services or watching on youtube the easiest way to find the youtube is bit.ly slash jake's place if you're interested in that maybe if you listen to the podcast you can come see these guys faces over on youtube um with that all said i guess that about wraps it up um thanks again appreciate you guys so much seriously it was yeah. a blast it was super it fun was to fun. It's good time. chat with you guys yeah. and uh yeah i guess we will sign off right here this is episode two of the jake's place podcast Uh, We will catch you in the next one. Peace.